Welcome to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. Join us on our journey as the host, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, talks about how ordinary people can become extraordinary with the power of real estate investing. Here, he and his guests share their expert knowledge on how to create wealth through real estate investing, the mindset required to become a millionaire, and what it takes to master the craft. Hey guys, this is Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, and you're listening to Latinos and Real Estate Investing Podcast. And today I want to share with you the three real estate investing mistakes to avoid. This brings me back to 2007 when I bought my first investment property. And the reason I bought my first investment property was because everyone else was doing it. So picture this for a moment. You're a mortgage broker. You're in the mortgage industry. You're lending money to people. You're seeing people with a 580 credit score, 550 credit score, getting 100% finance, getting an 80% loan to value on one loan and another 20% in a second loan. And you're giving them an arm, an adjustable rate mortgage. And these people have no business owning, owning a property. And yet, because you are in the mortgage industry, you think that you're smarter than them. Therefore, you say, well, these people are buying real estate. I'm going to miss out. FOMO, fear of missing out. And then you decide to go and buy your first investment property in 2007. You buy it. Because you're in the mortgage industry, you structure such a sweet deal that you go to closing and not only do you walk away with the asset, owning the asset and the deed, right? You have the deed. You walk away with an additional $15,000 in your pocket. Well, guess what happened to me? About two years later, I was $100,000 underwater because the mortgage industry imploded and people like me were overpaying for property. Which brings me to point number one, don't overpay for real estate, especially in the economic environment that we're headed into, right? As I record this message year to date, the NASDAQ is down 30%. I'm predicting that we will be officially called that we're in a recession. You make your money when you buy real estate. Always remember that. It's not when you sell. It's not when you rehab, you make your money when you buy. In this type of environment, in any environment, if you're a true investor, now I'm not talking about larger multifamily because that's you're not necessarily going to find those the kind of deals that you find in the smaller stuff in that space. I'm talking about the ones, the two units, the three units, the four units, and even five, six. There's deals out there, but don't overpay for real estate. Do not do what I did and went ahead and bought because everyone else was doing. That's the wrong reason to buy real estate. Number two, not having the proper finance. Literally right now, I am in the middle of refinancing one of my assets. And I know we're in recessionary periods because one of the telltale signs is lenders, the banks, they contract the money supply. The money supply contracts, which is what the feds are doing by rent raising interest rates. But one of the telltale signs that you'll see is that your local banks, your community banks, your lenders, 
the capital partners will start lowering the loan to value that they lend on particular properties. I was just on the phone earlier today with my banker and I've done over 12 loans with this bank and yet they don't want to do this particular deal with me because, you ready? You ready? The reason they don't want to do this deal with me is because they are fearful that the capitalization rate, the cap rate is going to decompress, which they are. I've been talking about that for over a year. With interest rates going up, cap rates have to decompress. In other words, the, the, the capitalization, the trading cap rate decompress, they go up, which means the values go down, right? So make sure that when you're buying and you're, put, especially, especially in times like today, especially when interest rates are going up, especially when gas prices are through the roof and inflation is rampant, you have to make sure that you get proper finance. The reason you get proper finance, ladies and gentlemen, it's because when you have the proper finance in place, right, you can weather any storm. So let me explain something. So you remember how I said a moment ago, I was giving five-year arms. It was, it was five, actually, they were 24-month arm, meaning that in 24 months, they adjusted. Back in the day, in the heyday, we used to call it the wild, wild west. When, we were, when, when banks were just giving money like crazy in the early 2000s, we used to do these 80-20 loans. And they were fixed rates for two years, the subprime loans. They were, oftentimes, they were fixed rate for two years. And after two years, they adjusted. So think about this. If you are in, in, an, in a recessionary market, in economic times where you know that the feds are raising interest rates, and you go right now and you go into an, an adjustable rate mortgage, knowing that the feds have committed to increasing rates to whatever it takes to get a hold of inflation, you're setting yourself up for failure, which leads me to point number three, not having a clear outcome and strategy of what a successful outcome and what a successful execution looks like on your business plan. In other words, if you're buying a five unit and it's a distressed five units and you have some tenants that you may have to remove and you're going to then rehab it and you're then going to increase the rents with the new tenants because you're going to put everything new and you're going to make everything beautiful and you're going to then change the valuation of that asset, increase the valuation of the property asset, write it out before you start. So before you buy the asset, say, hey, what are my numbers? What does this look like? What will a successful outcome look like? What is a clear path to success or to wealth or to cash flow or whatever it is that you're trying to do? What is a successful outcome of this look like? Write that down. And here's what I will tell you. Hardly ever what you write down actually comes to light when you're in the middle of it. So, but write it down because there's power to it. There's power to the outcome that you want. Write that down. Hey, my, my strategy is I'm going to buy this. I'm going to evict this tenant or I'm going to just buy this empty apartment building um, or these two units. I'm going to fix those two units. I'm going to get a management in there. I'm going to rent it. Then I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to refi. That's a clear strategy on what it is that you want. And then I'm going to do it again. So have a clear strategy of, at what success looks like. So these are three things you you don't want to do, right? You don't want to go into a deal and, and, and do it blindly. So number one, don't overpay. Number two, not having the proper financing. Make sure you get the proper financing. And number three, make sure that you are clear 
on your strategy. My people, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, I would appreciate it if you give us a thumbs up. Let's talk in the bottom. Let me know what your thoughts are. Thank you again. Really appreciate your time. Like, subscribe. Peace out. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. If you like to invest passively in real estate with our group, please email martin at premierridgecapital.com.